Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, yo! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Nursery here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the least popular Tepper in this room. 100%. Um, the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. I guess you've never been in here during a show. My wife is. I mean, I can't, we can't bye really wife. they're kind of like directional <laughs> mics, so you can't really hear us. Bye, um, Max. Bye, Max. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making it sound good. She's the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It's Ant Pickle. It is. I, they they pointed out he didn't start crying until he got with you. 100%. Like, he was super calm. Mm-hmm. He he loves him some Ant Pickle. Mm-hmm. No, he was doing great. He was doing great. Exactly right. I can't wait to <laughs> I don't my I don't neither of my parents are watching. It'll be very comical when they watch oh, the show yeah. tonight and they're like Mm, look at you. Who is that? Look at you. Is there someone we need to know yeah. about? <laughs> Have you not been around in the last nine months? I was going to say, your figure is incredible. Yeah, you looked really good at yeah. Christmas and probably had um, too much alcohol to be exactly, having a, yeah. a child with you. Exactly right. <laughs> Today is Monday, March 14th, 2022. It is 255 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday. To chicken. Okay, happy birthday, chicken. But you know who she shares a birthday with? Who? Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Yep. To the goat. Happy birthday uh, to Dave Campbell, who would yep. have been 97 today. Happy birthday to Dave. Um, I can always remember that because it's on Pi Day. Yeah. Dave's uh, birthday on Pi Day. Oh, it's funny because I have a calendar, um, a repeating calendar thing that mm-hmm. says like every, every 314, it reminds me that it's Dave Campbell's birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's like now... If you missed it, Dave Campbell passed away in December. Um, I was thinking, man, should I take that off? I'm like, no. Absolutely not. No. We I'm, still do a show be, every every like, March 14th. Like 10 years, we're going to be wishing him a happy 107th birthday. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, happy birthday to Dave Campbell, uh, 97 years ago today, born in Waco. Uh, episode 1,349. On today's show, friends, we've got headlines from across the state, including uh, a, a mystery story about... Yeah. Someone who made $8 million. And it wasn't me. Well, we don't know that. We'll hear from I, I would know that. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the back half of the program. Uh, we are going to be joined by the head coach of the Royce City Bulldogs, Coach David Petroff. They are making the very strange... Strange is wrong. Rare. <laughs> it is strange, though. I guess, yeah. you know, strange. They are leaping from 5A Division two to 6A. Yeah, that's They're wild. making a full leap, two divisions. 
Uh, he's only one of only two or three coaches in, in the state who's going to be overseeing that. We'll talk with Coach David Petroff of the Roy City Bulldogs coming up here in the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door, Miss Pickle? We sure do. It was just Chad, Daniel Agnew, Tony Blaylock, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in, friends. Welcome in, my friends. Okie dokie, Pickle. Let's get to some headlines from across the state of Texas. Uh, we, a little bit of uh, Friday cleanup, though. Friday follow-up. Do we have to? Do we have to follow up? Actually, we do, because there's a, there's a better part of this story. So tell your part, and then I'll tell so my part. So on Friday, you may remember we were doing a show, and we were keeping an eye on the North Texas versus Louisiana Tech basketball game. I was, I was rooting for North Texas, mm-hmm. not only because I want you to be happy, but also because it's a Texas team against a non-Texas team. That's yeah. easy. That's easy. It was like when I was rooting for UTEP Te- over Old Middle Dominion, Tennessee. Or yeah. Yes, yeah. Like, that's easy. Um, North Texas lost. Yes, uh, North Texas, uh, a, I'm willing to call it a pitiful offensive. Display. It was so bad. It was a pitiful offense. It was did so they, bad. Did they get? Did they crack forty? Mm, no, I don't Woof. think so. Um, it was bad. Um, but I did get to hear uh, Dave Barnett and Hank Dickinson Dickinson mm-hmm. on the call as I was driving to meet a friend of mine. Uh, but anyway, North Texas loses, but there is a silver lining. There is a silver lining, and that silver lining a is silver petty lining. Oh yeah, tomorrow, seven o'clock at the Super Pit in lovely Denton, Texas. It'll be UNT versus Texas State. Wow! In the Mallory Pickle Ishmael Johnson fight to death. I, f- I feel game. like we need to dedicate the and that's in the show NIT. Tomorrow. Let's throw that yeah. out there. It's, it's in, the in the NIT, NIT, but it's the first round of the NIT. North Texas is hosting because they're the two seed. Um, but yeah, Ish Ish is coming to the pit with us. So by the way, it's a good time to plug Texas Twenty Four, which is our yes. Dave Campbell's Texas Basketball Podcast, which is excellent. Matthew Bruni and Ishmael Johnson. It's really good. Um, it's it's. I don't know if I want to say it's better than this show. <laughs> it's a really good show. I'll say that. Like, it's a really good show. Um, I don't know if I want to start telling you to stop listening to this, but listen right. to both is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, anyway. you can get your football and basketball. Like Texas 24. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, you is worth your time. Okay, headlines from across the state. Let's start uh, with, I guess, kind of a generic headline, which is that yeah. spring practice is starting across the state of Texas yes. uh, at the FBS level. Um, you've got uh, practices that are heating up. One thing I would always caution you about is there's always going to be these reports of like, oh, so-and-so got hurt, and so-and-so is not practicing in spring ball, you know, stuff like that. It is March 14th, guys. I am here to tell you that unless somebody says that they're like retiring or something like that, just go ahead and cool it. Like ACLs and things like that are serious. But like there was a report that one of the star defensive linemen, freshman defensive linemen uh, for uh, for A&M was not going to play in spring ball because he was practice because he was um, injured. And I saw a little bit of freak out online. I'm like, guys, it's it. We're six months away from football. Mm-hmm. More than. Uh, no, we're six months away six from football. Six months, yeah. So like. He's got time, like, unless it's, like, he broke his leg or... And even if he broke his leg, honestly, like, but unless it's, like, you know, soft tissue injury or, or something yeah. like that, like, don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. So, spring practice kicking off across the state. We'll have coverage for you at TexasFootball.com. Mike Craven is on his college tour right now. He's yeah. already been a few different places. I believe he's at Baylor today. He tweeted that. So, anyway, he's getting all sorts of good stuff in the magazine. All right. Do you see the story at the Athletic Pickle? Um, no. Did you hear about this? But I did once I typed the headline. Stuart Mandel of the Athletic has the report. A five-star recruit in the class of 2023 has signed an agreement with a collective 
that could pay him more than eight million dollars. Uh, he will be paid three hundred fifty thousand dollars almost immediately, followed by monthly payments escalating to more than two million dollars per year once his college career, uh, once he begins his college career, in exchange for making public appearances and taking part in social media promotions and other nil activities on behalf of the collective or the third party. Uh, while there's no centralized database uh, for these types of contracts, two nil experts believe it's the largest individual nil deal signed by a non-professional athlete. So you may remember all the freakout with Quinn Ewers. Mm-hmm. When Quinn Ewers now at University of Texas, when he decided to forego his senior season to enlist or to enroll in um, at Ohio State. At Ohio State. Um, I will tell you that I believe we can rule out Texas kids here. Yeah. Because in Texas, at least Texas UIL kids, because Texas UIL kids, I believe they cannot profit off of NIL right now. That is the rule. Now, that could change things, things of that nature. But for now, if you are a if you are a UIL athlete, you are unable to profit off of your name, image, and likeness. So I believe we can rule out anyone in Texas. I guess I should say they don't say who it is for reasons right. that I I bet you can understand. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting though, and I think everyone you... everyone's kind of now. Go ahead. This is a legitimate question, and maybe I'm the only one who doesn't know, but. Can you go ahead as a UIL athlete and sign the deal? You just can't receive the revenue, or can you not even sign it until post graduation? Like it can be a verbal, but not a signature. I believe that's the case. I don't know verbal, um, but not a signature. I, I don't know. The, yeah. The, the correct answer is I don't know. Right. I I know for a fact that you cannot get the money. Money. Uh, so yes. the fact that this person is getting three hundred fifty thousand dollars almost immediately okay. would yeah, rule out a text. As like a signing bonus. Right, as a signing bonus. Um that's why Quinn Ewers had to forego his senior season before announcing the NIL and, and deal. And reclassify yeah. before he signed the deal with the kombucha, kombucha. company yeah. company. Um anyway. Um all that now now one thing to keep in mind with these things is the the NCAA per NCAA rule? The contract explicitly states that nothing in this agreement constitutes any form form of inducement for the athlete to enroll at any school or join any athletic team. So it cannot mention a specific university. Now, I also think that we would be naive just because they are not putting it in writing mm-hmm. does not mean that there is not that if it is for example if it's if it uh, I'll pick a name at random if it's Dan Lambert at Miami right mm-hmm. Dan Lambert is is very famously starting this collective down there in at Miami um, if Dan Lambert is the one who's ma- it's his collective that's paying him paying this person eight million dollars then there is probably at least a verbal thought of like, okay, you're going to go to Miami, mm-hmm. then, right? So we don't know who this is, but it is interesting and it is probably the next big step in what these things are going to look like. And again, this is a five-star kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not everybody. Not every, no. you know, uh, Jimmy and Joe is going to get a million-dollar endorsement mm-hmm. deal. But it Not does, even every five-star is going to no, get it. But it does reset the market mm-hmm. and it's a little bit interesting. So Step also said it's not just a UIL law or regulation it, it is a state law okay so it could not be even a private school kid Got he it. says it's state law All not right, just uil I, I did not know that the only i only knew the uil portion of it because that's why quinn ewers had to reclassify yeah. anyway there's a headline on the athletic website some texas high school coaching news 
from across the state. Let's and a talk, lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. Uh, we'll kind of zoom through these. Big news out of Blanco, Texas. They have hired Jamie Dixon to be their next head coach. Jamie Dixon, friend of the program, uh, who has been the uh, the head coach there at Vanderbilt Industrial for the last four seasons, thirty eight and thirteen over his four seasons there. Um, this is a uh, this is a really impressive get for Blanco to get a guy like Jamie Dixon uh, to come on board with them. Uh, Vanderbilt Industrial is also going to be a very a very you know, good job. I think that there, the, there's going to be, Oh yeah. You know, I think coach Dixon has left that program in really good shape, especially being down there in region four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that he's, he, he's left that program in really good shape, uh, but really good gift for Blanco as they bring in uh, coach uh, Jamie Dixon out of Vanderbilt industrial. Um, <laughs> now with his mascot thing, he wouldn't have to, he tried to draw the Cobra last time right. um, and he gave the Cobra ears. Now so maybe panther. he'll, yeah, he'll have, you can, you can maneuver your way around a cat better than a Cobra. I would say that's true. <laughs> Speaking of big cats, uh, Tenahaw Smooth. has hired uh, a gentleman by the name of Terry Ward to be their head coach. He's a Frankston High School assistant coach, and you're probably thinking, well, 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 why is why are, why is Tenahaw hiring a Frankston assistant coach uh, to be their head coach? Uh, all any notable at all? That is because Terry Ward is uh is back. Terry Ward was the head coach there at Tenahaw from 2009 to 2014. You may remember in 2011, he helped, uh, he led Tenahaw to a state championship uh, with uh, Reginald Davis was the the real star of that program of that show. What was Reginald Davis up to these days? Anyway. Um, but Tenaha has has hired Terry Ward again. He had a swim through Harleton for a few years. He was at Grapeland. He took an assistant coaching job at Frankston, but now he is back in familiar territory there at Tenaha for his second stint. And by the way, when he was hired, I believe he was promoted from within whenever he took over in 2010, mm-hmm. uh, 2009. So he's been he's been around that program forever. He knows that program inside and out. Um, and and yeah, so keep an eye on that. Tenaha has hired, uh, rehired, I guess, Terry Ward. Um, a, a shout out to Bobby Estes. Bobby Estes um, is retiring. Bobby Estes is the longtime head coach there at, um, or, or oh, I'm sorry, the head coach there at, at North Dallas. Um, he has been there at three for three years, but he helped lead them to their first ever their first uh, playoff appearance since 1952, um, and helped produce the program's first D1 prospect in 20, in 20 years. That's Bobby awesome. Estes before that was the longtime head coach at Woodrow Wilson, mm-hmm. but he has announced his retirement. Congratulations to Coach Estes on, on a fantastic career. That's a perfect example of a guy whose career is not going to be like his. Geez, I can look it up. Let me see what his let me see what his career record is. But you want to talk about like the type of impact that he made? Um, it goes far beyond. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Estes has a career one forty seven and one twenty one um, record, a good record, right? Mm-hmm. A winning record. One forty seven and one twenty one. But the stuff that he was able to do at Woodrow and the stuff that he was able to do at North Dallas is remarkable. It speaks a lot more than really, those numbers do. Really, really remarkable. So, uh, congratulations to Coach Estes on on his retirement. Um, Axel, this came down recently. Axel is going to hire Craig Horn, uh, the former Italy coach. It came down a couple of weeks ago, that or a, maybe a week ago, that Craig Horn was going was not going to be back there at Italy. Uh, he has found a new landing position. That is Axel, kind of saying in that greater Central Texas area. Uh, I don't know which came first. I mm-hmm. don't know if he came available and then they uh, and then he was uh, he. he 
applied at Axel, or if Axel came calling and he said, "All right, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna quit, mm-hmm. quit a little bit early." In any case, Craig Horn is gonna be the new head coach at Axel. There was one time in a playoff game where I was interviewing Coach Horn. It was Italy mm-hmm. versus Rio Vista, and um, the horn went off. Oh, <laughs> like the big loud horn went off, so he just quit talking, That's... and then he picked it back up. And so forever in my brain, Horn is—it's funny, it's ironic because yes. his last name is Horn. Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see what I did there? Crumb has made a new hire. Crumb, uh, this was a hot job. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of people in on this job, but uh, Crumb has hired Chuck Caniford out of Clifton to be their next head coach. Uh, coach Caniford, of course, before that was the head coach at New Braunfels, uh, the head coach at Nacogdoches. Uh, he's got a number of really impressive years uh, under his belt, including uh, back in a state semifinal run there in 2009, or 2009 with New Braunfels. Uh, and uh, another another deep playoff run back in 2007. He's done good things there at uh, at Clifton. He's going to be the next head coach there at Crum. Elysian Fields has hired Wichita Falls Hershey offensive coordinator Justin Crow. A smart move. You may remember that Wichita Falls Hershey is presently looking for a new head, head football coach, coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, because their head coach is now the head coach there at Coppell, uh, making the move in Antonio Wiley. Um. Uh, coach Wiley moves on. Sounds like his offensive coordinator is moving on as well to be the next head coach there at Elysian Fields. Uh, again, I'm sorry. This is, every podcast is somebody's first. Wichita Falls is going through. Wichita Falls ISD is going through like a really big like shakeup in mm-hmm. the sense that they are going to in two years they're going to close all three schools: Old High, uh, Ryder, and Hershey, and then they're going to consolidate them into two brand new buildings, two brand new high schools. So they're kind of hitting re- like reset on everything. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Coach Crow is uh, is going to head east to Elysian Fields to be the new head coach there at Elysian Fields. That would be really wild as a student just getting completely split down the middle, you it know? Is, it's going to be odd. It's <laughs> like, be, imagine it's, that if that was your senior year. That would be like a bummer. Right, exactly. Um, Goldthwaite is looking for a new head coach. Keith Verdell is not going to be back for a fourth season. Um, he stepped down. Uh, of course, Gary Prophet was the uh, Greg, Gary Prophet and Greg Prophet were the head coach there, or Gary Prophet, I should say, was head coach from 1987 all the way up until 2012. Uh, and then Greg Prophet, his son, took over uh, from 2013 to 2018. Keith Verdell comes in for three years, three pretty good years, two two playoff appearances in mm-hmm. that in that span. But he has stepped down. Goldthwaite is now open, looking for their. Uh, fourth head coach since 1986. Uh, and finally, Skidmore Tynan has made a hire. Skidmore Tynan uh, has hired head coach or uh, offensive coordinator from Marble Falls, Heath Homan, to be their head coach. Uh, he uh, he replaces Stephen Silva, who is the head coach there, uh, went 5-4 and four back in 2021. This was a high-powered Marble Falls offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went 9-4 and four last year. Uh, bringing in a guy like Heath Homan is a guy who who knows a little bit of offense, but he's going to get his head co- uh, opportunity to be a head coach there at Skidmore Tynan. Are so they still running the slot T? Uh, Marble Falls? Yeah. Because the, them and Liberty Hill were in the same district, and they both run the slot T. That's a great question. I, I just wonder if that means that Skidmore's going to be running this slot Let's T. Let's find out. According to last year, they were running the slot T. So I would guess that, yes, they're pro- they're probably going to bring in the, the slot T there, Skidmore Tynan. In any case, he's going to be the next head coach at Skidmore Tynan, Heath Homan. Those are headlines from across the state.
We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That is our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. If you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Um, Pickle is looking at her phone. Is it because you're, is it, this about your couch? I don't hear about your couch. Her couch is getting delivered today. Uh-oh. Well, that's no good. I'll text him. Um, we're trying to get... Um, uh-oh. Uh, you never know. It says it was delivered, so I don't know. Who knows what's going on? In any case, um, we will. We are uh, attempting to get David Petrov, the head coach of Roy City, on the on the phone here uh, on Texas Football Today. It's live. This is you know, this is a live pro. We should put like live up here so that people know that when we when when things go wrong, it's like oh well, at least it's live. That's what we need to do. Pickle, let's put live up here. Or we can do like previously recorded. And be good. Anyway, Pickle, let's go to the hotline. And let's bring in the head coach of the Royce City Bulldogs. We're joined by Coach David Petroff. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good. How, how are you guys doing? Doing excellent. How are things in beautiful Rockwall County? Oh, it's uh, it's nice. I thought it was going to be a little warmer today, but uh, it's okay. We'll take it. Yeah, I I think we all thought it was going to be a little bit warmer today. I think we all <laughs> maybe would have preferred that. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit about the, the, the journey that you've had there at Royce City. You, you've been there now for a decade, not trying to date you, uh, but you, you've been there You've been there for a decade, and, and, and in the early going, it was a little bit slow. You know, of, of the, But the past three years, you guys have been able to surge back into the playoffs the past three seasons, including uh, last year with an eight and three mark Uh, i'm interested in maybe what the difference is between the program as it stands right now and maybe the program that you inherited or in those early time early times in your tenure wow well uh man that's a how long do you got (laughs) (laughs) i could talk about this for for hours so uh, it's night and day, really. Uh, you know, when, when I first got here, you know, I, I've been at Midway, Waco Midway for nine years, and, and we had had a lot of success, which allowed the the, uh, the opportunity to, to, you know, get this head coaching position. But, uh, I, you know, when I first got here, it was uh, it, it was definitely different than what I'd been uh, come accustomed to. And uh, so, you know, we had to make a lot of changes, and, uh, and we had to start with the young kids, uh, uh, you know, good kids here good people uh but we just we weren't on the on the level that we wanted to be at and and i think that was the the way it was uh or way people felt across the board from the the kid the the parents in the community uh you know the administration and then uh, of course in my first year i'm like oh my hmm. wow we got a long way to go uh so it was eye-opening um so it was a it, it was a slow process uh and, uh, you know, we started uh, by, you know, just really just trying to take care of our own and, and trying to develop kids at, at a younger age and uh, uh, slowly change the, the attitude and the mentality and, uh, you know, try to, you know, put our, ourselves and our program into something that, that we could hang our hat on. And that's uh, just, just being tough and playing hard and giving everything we got, you know, uh, no, you know no matter what the circumstance is. And uh, felt like that, you know, as, as we improved and, uh, you know, athletically and uh, got more talented, if we could hang our hats on those things, um, eventually we would have success. And 
course, uh, you know, you got to have a superintendent like like we have out here with uh, with Mr. Worthy. Uh, you know, he believed in it and he could see that uh, what we were trying to do and what we we're trying to accomplish. And he stuck with us. So um, that, that has a lot to do with it as well. Uh, I'm interested because it looks to me that the real turning point was back in 2018. You guys go six and four, miss the playoffs by a, by a smidge, uh, but it seems like that's that was kind of what got the ball rolling on this run. Is it now the kind of thing where one year feeds into another, and once you have that success, it becomes contagious within the program? Uh, well, absolutely. I mean, that was part of the deal. Uh, you know. We had to figure out where we could start having success, and then success breeds success. Because I, you know, I, I've been a part of that, and and I saw it happen, uh, you know, in my days at Midway. Uh, but you're exactly right. That year, uh, you know, uh, the, that 2018 season, um, you know, we, we we started out a little tough. We didn't have the confidence. Uh, we lost a game early that we we, you know, we wish we could have back. Uh, you know, and then uh, then we 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 righted the ship. Uh, we made some changes, and uh, you know we won our last uh, you know several ball games. Felt like we had a chance. We ended up tied for third in the district, uh, you know, record wise. Uh, but there was a three way tie, so mm-hmm. when we were the odd team out, and uh, so going into the next year, uh, you know, we, we felt like we needed to to make a difference, and it was our time to kick the door in, so to speak. And and that's what that group did. It was, uh, and, and we, you're you're exactly right. We've been feeding off it ever since. Uh, but it started with 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 that group uh, for sure. You know, we we had a couple years where, you know. Uh, it was really tough, uh, and you know we we lost you know some several games by a lot of points, and then we bounced back the next year with the same going against the same competition. And uh, you know there was uh, one year we went four and six. The previous year we were I think three and seven. And uh, you know uh, Heath beat us by fifty points, and then the next year we were triple overtime with them. Um, Poteet. I mean, they they flat out embarrassed us, and then the next year was a five point game, and uh, so it was. It's been gradual, but that that 2018 season is where we kind of kicked the door in, and uh, we've been in the playoffs ever since. Talking with David Petroff, head coach of the Roy City Bulldogs here on Texas Football today. Get involved the conversation with hashtag TF today, Coach. One of the reasons it, it seems to me that 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 things have really sparked for you guys has been on the offensive side, and and that kind of leads me into talking about your 2022 squad because your 2022 squad looks pretty loaded offensively. Uh, Bringing back guys like Jonah Roberson, you know, a thousand-yard receiver. Uh, you bring back your, your your QB and Kenneth Spring, a great running back in, in Sam Mitchum. Uh, I have to imagine that you are pretty excited about what your offense could be able to do in 2022. Oh, absolutely! You know the uh, the offense has has transformed over the years. You know. You know, when I go back and I talk to you about, uh, you know, the the, uh, the program and what we hung our hat on, well, that's what we did offensively. We would grind it out and we would just pound people and just trying to pound them into submission. And uh, because you know, we didn't have a whole lot of big time playmakers, well, that's that started to change. And uh, over the last few years with, uh, you know, this upcoming season with Jonah, but last year with uh, Champ Dozier and in uh, Keytron Jackson and those guys, uh, you know, we, we've been able to make plays. So we, we still have the same mentality. We want to be physical. We want to play tough, but we, we've got players that can make big plays, and uh, you know, and it's uh, you know, it's really taken off for us. Um, on the other side, you know, the the defense is is a, a place where you guys have have made strides as well. This is a, a defense that's going to bring back a number of playmakers. Most notably, uh, I know you're pretty excited about Tatum Woods at, at at the safety spot. I'm I'm interested from your perspective as the guy who sees him every day. The numbers are impressive, but what is it about him and Tatum Woods that that really sets him apart and makes him special? 
with Tatum's, a, he's 100 miles an hour everywhere he goes. Uh, I, I actually have to tell him, hey, you need to slow down a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> so, but but he's just a high effort, high character kid, uh, and and he plays 100 miles an hour, and he's going to try to hit you as hard as he can. And then you know sometimes, hey, yeah, uh, just get under control and make the tackle. You don't have to, you know, uh, try to try to hurt somebody every time you tackle them. So. Um, I mean, that's, uh, that's why I'm excited about him, but you know, and those are, uh, you know, just good stuff. I mean, he, he runs well, makes plays. Uh, David Petroff of Roy city joined us here on Texas football today. All right, coach, let's talk about the elephant in the room. And that is uh, realignment came down. Um, and you yeah. guys, you guys are doing the, uh, the pretty rare thing of jumping up two divisions, uh, jumping up from five, a division two, all the way up uh, to class six. I looked this up your first year. You guys had an enrollment of 1239. Uh, <laughs> and now you guys are rocking with 22, 33 and a half. I, I guess my, my question is did like, obviously snapshot day came around and, and everybody kind of got that kind of part of the puzzle. When did you start getting an idea that you guys may be making that leap all the way up to 6A? Uh, well, a few years ago, we we were in 5A Division One, and uh, for a few days. And um, something went wrong with the numbers down south, and it bumped us back down to uh, Division Two. Um, so it, at that point, I had a pretty good feeling that there was a good chance we would jump Division One altogether with the number of kids that – we have moving in and uh, the houses that are being built. I mean, the, the, the growth out here in Roy city is uh, just, it's something else now. I mean, it's uh, everywhere you look, there's a, there's a new development being built. So you said our, we turned in 22, 30 something. Yeah. 22, 33. Yeah. I bet we're around 24, 50 right now. Jeez. I had to move in today. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I know it's, I know it's exploding out there and, and I know the, the facilities you guys have, have out there are unbelievable uh, and, and it's got to be exciting. So realignment comes down. Uh, you guys are, are tossed in with your Rockwall, your Rockwall County brothers in, in, in Heath and, and Rockwall, as well as Mesquite, you know, Mesquite Horn, North Forney, and, uh, and then Tyler Legacy uh, way out east. Uh, when, when, the, when realignment came down and you got to look at District 10 6A, was it about what you expected? Uh, well, it was it was exactly what I anticipated, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Uh, I, I figured that's what would happen. And, uh, you know, I thought there might be an outside chance they could send us with Garland since we were kind of the odd school. Mm-hmm. Um, if they wanted to keep maybe the Wiley schools together and then uh, and make two eight-team districts. But they chose to make a nine-team district and a seven-team district. So it is what it is, uh, you know. Uh, but we this is what we anticipated for sure. He's David Petroff. He's the head coach of the Roy City Bulldogs. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on a fantastic 2021 and looking forward to seeing what you guys do next year. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. There he goes. David Petroff, head coach of the Roy City Bulldogs, joins us here on Texas Bowl today. You've been out to Roy City, right? Yeah, and he's not he's not wrong. That the growth out there is it's, it's unbelievable. It's I mean, ex- it was just, it's a place up north that has a lot of land and there is just you drive through there and it's building after building when, after building coming in. When I worked my job before I came here Dave Campbell's I worked for the Dallas Morning News briefly mm-hmm. and um no that's not true this was when I was interning with them yeah so I was interning with the morning news you in, told me this story when we were driving to Carthage yes. for the cover shoot <laughs> we go out well I, I wrote a story about Roy City mm-hmm. because I was like oh here's a story here's a story about like a program out on the outskirts it's like this small town that like you know nobody knows about and stuff like that but they had been they were having a really good year I want to say 2007 mm-hmm. and I go out there and just write a, write a piece about it and 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 you know had a great you know it, it enjoyed my time I, I believe I spoke with actually you know what I think Rodney Webb may have been the coach there 
And um, <laughs> that's wild. But go out there and just chatting them up, stuff like that. And I remember like thinking like, oh, that's a nice small town. And mm-hmm. now there are six A programs. And their stadium is beautiful. Oh, I mean, it is gorgeous. They they are always hosting playoff games. Yeah. Because they're in that they're on that east side of Dallas, mm-hmm. so you can get in East Texas for some Metroplex. Plex, team, yeah. A lot of McKinney Mesquites. Oh, beautiful facility out there. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, you know they've got a challenge moving up to six A. It's it's mm-hmm. rare to to make that leap from five A Division two to six A. Uh, but I think they're going to be in the mix. And yep. and and especially with the offensive firepower they've gotten coming, there's going to be points scored in that in that district y'all oh my yeah point, it's gonna be pointsy <laughs> that's hashtag pointsy exactly so we appreciate david petrop hopping on with us let's go over to ashley pickle for america's second favorite segment final thoughts what were you saying about a live button we just needed to say like live up here oh it does well it on facebook it does oh, okay. it shows it has a little live button okay. someone said uh just make it say tepper it's a better excuse for things going wrong and i agree wholeheartedly on Dave's birthday, guys, <laughs> what would he say? He would agree wholeheartedly. He's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to David Petroff of Roy City for being our guest. For Ann Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.